0: What is up? Welcome on in. This is Wildcard Sports with Will and Trina. I want to, of course, uh, welcome all you guys in. Uh, have a great week of sports. Past week, uh, lots of stuff, to, a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, of course, right now I am so welcome, or I'm so honored to be joined by Chuck from Chuck's Sports Bar and Memorabilia. As well, we've got a very special guest with us, uh, Trina's teammate of the Houston Galaxy, Mariah Mitchell. Thank you so much, guys, for coming on with us.
1: Thank, Thank you for having us.
0: Thank
2: uh, you, guys. Thank you. Oh
0: Appreciate that. Of course, yeah. So this past week, y'all got y'all's uh, first two home games kicked off. Uh, of course, a couple tough losses for you guys against the defending champs, Dallas and San Antonio. Uh, I was at that game on Saturday, the San Antonio game. It was a great atmosphere, the first home game of the year. But uh, I want to first off start by, start off by asking you guys, uh, how I mean, how are you guys feeling after, uh, of course, a couple tough losses, but how are you feeling about the direction of the team so far?
2: I'm going to let Mariah go first. <laughs> she won the player of the week. I'm going to let her go first, start it out fourth.
1: Okay, well, we're all really excited to be on the same team. You know, there's a lot of talent, and we have all the missing pieces, so we just got to gel together and finish out games.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, that Saturday game, of course, it was a tough loss against San Antonio. But, I mean, to me at least, it was so clear that you guys were the, be- uh, the better team for sure.
2: Yeah, I feel the same way, Will. I think uh, as far as the direction of the team, we have a game tomorrow as well. We'll play San Antonio again. So I feel really confident with um, where we are going. I feel like we, you know, we made a couple adjustments. We had a better practice this week, and then we'll pick things up.
0: Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I definitely think that you guys will get there. Now, of course, like I said, a couple tough losses, never easy, you know, never easy to take the L for sure. But uh, one bright spot, uh, Mariah, you actually were named the WMLBA Player of the Week. Congratulations on that.
1: Thank you
0: so much. So yeah, it's <laughs> Congrats, I, I mean it's girl. a huge accomplishment <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just want to ask you, of course, what what's been the key so far to your individual success so far?
1: Um, my teammates definitely put me in the position to score. You know, they're always telling me to shoot the ball or like, you know, I'm open, mm-hmm. so get that shot off. So they always boost me up and give me confidence, too. So it's really easy to play with them.
0: That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that, that's fantastic. And yeah, of course, you started off your career, you played at the University of Houston, correct, on that one. So tell us a little bit of what has been your what's your journey been like uh, getting to this point at in the WMLBA, playing for, of course, the Houston Galaxy.
1: Um, started off in Houston, my freshman and sophomore year, you know, you go in, Mm -hmm. you're full of energy, you know, you're happy. So I got to play each position. So it was a lot of fun, you know, trying to figure myself out and what I was good at. Um, My junior and sophomore year, we kind of needed more pure shooters. So I kind of had to switch my role and turn into a pure shooter. So that was a lot of fun adjusting to.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, fantastic as far as that goes. So, I mean, yeah, of course, you know, uh, your next game, as you said, Trina, you're going to be playing tomorrow in uh, San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, games at 5 p.m. Of course, uh, yeah, that was a tough Actually, loss. Actually,
2: they changed the time
0: to
1: 6
2: Oh, okay, yeah. six
0: p.m. Yeah, sorry, I was looking at the schedule. Sorry, uh, yeah. we got we got hit
2: with that last night. Uh, coach told us actually. Oh, so. uh,
0: okay. So mm-hmm. they changed the game. So it means you guys are going to be getting home later, but exactly. Uh, but yeah, of course, you guys played San Antonio on uh, on Saturday. Uh, tough loss, but again, like I said, y'all were obviously the better team. Um, between that game and tomorrow, what is the biggest thing that you guys have tried to work on to improve?
2: basically i think uh this week we went in with a clear focus we had a clear focus a clear agenda and we know the thing that we have to do is we have to play a full 40 minutes um our biggest thing last week And even the first game is we weren't able to close down the stretch. So it's just going to take those things of staying focused and staying locked in and communicating all the way through for the whole 40 minutes, just being engaged for the whole 40 minutes and not just that first half how we come out on fire.
0: For sure, for sure. So, I mean, that being said, I mean, do you guys, uh, you know, between now and then have you guys changed up the game plan at all or is it kind of just sticking, you know, sticking with uh, what you guys have started off the year doing?
1: Yeah. Um, it's kind of sticking to the same plan, you know, making free throws, like Katrina said, communicating on defense, being in the right spots at the right times, you know, just minor things that we can fix.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say, right, we didn't
2: like change our game plan. It's just the minor things mm-hmm. like Mariah was saying. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and like I said, the, the clearest thing that I saw from going to the game, like I said, you guys were clearly the better team. I, I said this before and I, I'm not trying to get y'all <laughs> to comment on it, but y'all definitely didn't get any help from the refs on that, in that game. Uh, there is couple. Uh, questionable calls but yeah I won't let y'all get into that uh, get into that but uh all that being said I just want to tell everybody out there it was an amazing experience uh, going to the first game on Saturday uh you know first home game of the year and I mean it was incredible experience you guys put on an absolute show it was incredible watching both of you guys play and of course like you said uh you know you winning player Mariah winning player of the week it definitely uh it definitely was an experience to watch both of you guys
3: if, if I can interject here Mariah since i mm-hmm. I've, I've hear from Trina quite often about uh, the team and uh, the improvements that it make. What have you seen in the last, I guess the, like Willis said, the first game to the second game what have you noticed in improvements that uh, y'all didn't make in adjustments from game one to game two?
1: Uh, we definitely switched our defense up so our defense has been like a, a core part of like who we are so we really adjusted that. We played a 3-2 now and um, it's switching it up you know keeping the uh, offense on their toes you know because you transfer from transition and man to a 3-2 so you definitely... Catching them off guard. So,
3: I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was just a uh, kitten. Like, like I said, she's like a, a pseudo coach over there uh, on the other side of my <laughs> tree. Yeah, she. So is, I want to hear from really uh, the player of the week experience <laughs> yeah. from game one to game two. So switching yeah. up the defense, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Three two. Haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> yeah. That's a good guard play. <laughs> on that. That's right. right. That's right. right. <laughs> that's a guard play. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm,
2: like I told Mariah, I was so excited that she won player of the week for the simple fact that we deserve. You know what I mean? Like, we deserve to win those games. It's just that we, like, right now, it's us against us. And for somebody on our team to win it that works just as hard as she does, Mm -hmm. like, I was just really excited about that because it's telling me that the league recognizes that we are a really good team.
0: Yes, for sure. We're not
2: winning yet, but we're a really good team.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, like I said, I I really expect the tide to turn for you guys. And that's really why I was so interested to see if, of course, there's any type of game plan changes because it just feels like you guys are so close. You're right there. You know, and of course, it, it, playing two games against the defending champs, you know, Dallas is, you know, a team that you were saying has gotten back together. And so they have a lot of returning starters and everything. So it's always tough to play them. Uh, but yeah, like you said, uh, next game uh, is going to be tomorrow. Um, that being said, you said y'all had a great practice. So tell us a little bit about that. I mean, has how have the practices kind of evolved over the days? <laughs>
1: Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, um, we're on two, you know, we, <laughs> we're we on two separate teams. So, you know, the starting five and then, the, you know, the defenders, too. So okay. we um, we push each other every day. We're mm-hmm. running in transition. We're getting better with ball handling, communicating on defense. You know, Coach will stop the play and tell us what we did wrong mm-hmm. there so we can make that easy fix for, you know, the future. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I
2: think the, uh, the same thing, how she said, like, I think – the the starting five, how we have it right now with, with Mariah and then just how hard she works mm-hmm. and how hard everybody works and then having our bench, all of us come together as one, mm-hmm. It's gonna be crazy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and,
2: it's gonna be crazy. We just have to keep that energy up, like I said, for the full forty minutes.
0: Certainly, yeah. And that being said, I mean, that you know, that work ethic when you go out there and see Mariah or you go out there and see Trina working that hard is that is that kind of work ethic? Is it contagious for the team and yeah. how do, how does that how does that play a factor <laughs> yes. in alls games?
2: Well, when I'm gonna start out first, when I see them get up uh-huh. and I see you know like my first thoughts is play hard first, like play defense first, and the offense will develop. But once I see them getting hot, once I see her shooting shots, I'm like, Mariah, keep shooting. Uh, yeah, keep yeah. shooting the ball, because that's that's helping me. That's energizing me. Now I want to get a stop on defense. Mm-hmm. I want to push the ball and really get her that first shot, because <laughs> yeah. she's hot. But, you know, we, we made some adjustments in uh-huh. practice. I ain't going to tell everybody. Oh, that. yeah,
0: yeah. Don't, yeah. You never know who uh, if somebody from San Antonio <laughs> yeah, is watching now, so secrets. yeah, you can't yeah. give them the secret. But, yeah, yeah of course, uh, next game again tomorrow at 6 p.m. in San Antonio. I want to remind everybody, July July 14th that's going to be the next home game against Dallas Uh, and then on the 15th as well I believe y'all play Fort Worth if I'm not mistaken on that one so really want to encourage everybody to get out there to those games I mean like I said last Saturday was an electric atmosphere and the best part about it was just it was fantastic basketball I mean you guys put on an absolute show it was incredible Uh, it was unfortunate of course you guys couldn't close out on that one but I mean like I said I really expect you guys uh, you know to get back there and of course. Uh, tomorrow, I think you're after tomorrow. You guys are going to be coming back with another W uh, or uh, W against San Antonio <laughs> on that one. But uh, yeah, again, uh, next game July 14th. Everybody, of course, make sure you come out. Uh, but coming up here in a little bit, we're going to get a, dive into a little bit of those uh, Astros, uh, getting on onto, onto uh-huh. that uh, hot streak again. Uh, also, there is some news coming out of the NBA. LeBron James had some big news about an hour ago. We'll dive into that, among other things. But make sure you stay tuned with us. You're listening to Wild Court Sports with Will and Trina on Vinyl Draft Radio
2: necessarily talk about the WNBA in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fourth fourth, segment. Fourth quarter? It might as well be the
0: fourth quarter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's one of those days right now. It's one of those days.
2: I want to talk about how Becky Hammock... God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, late to late, so I'm going to get. Oh. Oh. I'll say it after
3: this. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Put it on your notes. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to talk about Astros. The treat is yeah, especially yeah, there.
1: because we don't know about the Astros.
0: <laughs> I'll just say, welcome back on in. This is Wildcard Sports with Will and Trina. Uh, of course, want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Uh, got a couple very special guests with us again. Chuck from Chuck's Sports Bar and Memorabilia is joining us again. Talk a little, a little bit about sports as well. Uh, Trina's teammate Mariah Mitchell of the Houston Galaxy with us. Thank you guys again so much for joining us. This has been an absolute pleasure for.
1: Thank you, guys. Thank yeah,
0: you. No problem, of course. Now, uh, we were talking last segment a little bit about the uh, Houston Galaxy's first two games. Of course, I uh, had a couple tough losses this past weekend, but you guys were telling us how we're going to you know, get this back on track and everything. Um, now, uh, one, one, uh, <laughs> one place that you guys are trying to get to, of course, is that championship, just like Dallas, uh, the defending champions. But one team that is the defending champions is our hometown, Houston Astros. Uh, of course... Winning 18 of their last 21 games, finding ways to finding ways to win. Uh, so, I want to actually turn this question to Chuck right now. Chuck, do you think this is the best Astros team we've seen out of the last few years?
3: I would say that it's uh, has a potential to be one of the best teams of, uh, of franchise history. But uh, you know, the problem we're going to have here in the second half is uh, Seattle's not going away. That, so, that's true. You, I was very intrigued that uh there were only three to four games up we're not be able to we're not able to uh expand the lead uh but uh at any rate uh if they Continue this course, I don't see why they would not uh, win the division and pretty handily by at least eight to ten games.
0: Yes, for sure. Yeah, that's the one thing that I've noticed with this. And of course, uh, last night coming off a, a one to nothing, uh, one to nothing shutout win against the Rays, uh, it was, uh, of course, like I said, they just keep finding ways to win. Uh, but with that win, they've now moved to 55 and 28. And, uh, you know, again, as we were saying, this definitely could be one of the best Astros teams in, in you know, franchise history as, as hard as that is to say for them coming off a world series championship. But uh, it still seems like at this point that they have kind of gotten disrespected at this point, the Yankees, the Red Sox, a lot of teams or a lot of people are still saying that those are the favorites to win the World Series, even though the Astros are the defending champions and are only a half game back of having the best record in baseball. Yeah, I
3: don't, I don't think they're really caught up in that. I think they, mm. they have the moxie, not, not to let those outside distractions come up. You guys know as yeah, professional and that's, athletes, you don't let that stuff get to you.
0: Yeah, and I, I agree to a certain extent. It just seems like it's one of those reoccurring things. And so, yeah, I want to ask you guys, I mean, is that something that, I mean, do you think it's a chip on their shoulder when you hear that and you've been disrespected kind of as a professional athlete? Is it? Do you, like Chuck said, kind of tune it out and just keep playing your game? Or is it one of those things where it just kind of helps add fuel to the fire?
2: I think it's a little bit of both, Will. I think uh, when you're being disrespected like that, you don't come right out and say nothing. You just let your game do all the talking. And so for the Astros, I think that's exactly what they're doing there. You know, they have a little momentum right now, and it's like mid – is it like mid-season, right? Yeah,
0: it's being close. yeah mid-season. Yeah, absolutely. And well people, people yep. are
2: already expecting them to fold from the beginning. So, you know, they're just pacing, 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 keeping their momentum going up, going up. And then, you know, they know it's time for playoffs. It's time to prove everybody wrong.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sure. And I, I want to ask you guys, too, uh, the, probably the biggest thing to come out of this last home series against the Blue Jays, I don't know if you saw it, Chuck, you were actually on a flight back from Japan, so <laughs> Whoa. I, can, I catch up a little bit. So. Yeah, <laughs>
3: Chuck,
2: you was in Japan?
3: Yeah, I was in there for about a week, and uh, I just got off the plane last night
0: about 8 o'clock. So. Well, again, oh, thank you so much thank for coming Thank you, Chuck. Yeah.
2: Thank you for joining us <laughs> yeah, this morning. Man.
0: Well, Chuck, I don't know if you saw the recap from this weekend series, but uh, the biggest thing to come out, uh, Alex Bregman actually hit a walk-off home run against the Blue Jays the other day he now has four of the five walk-off hits for the Astros this year I mean this guy is about as clutch as it can get And you know and I want to ask all of y'all and mainly of course the athletes with us here today <laughs> what is it about a player I mean is it a mindset for these guys when it comes up you know bottom of the ninth down by a run and they're just cool as can be of course and always clutch I mean is that just something that they learn over time or is it just something that you guys kind of see any you know in each other and things like that
1: I think it's just something that you just have. You just have a positive mindset and you know that you were built to do what you're about to do. So you know exactly how it's going to play out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, it's just been incredible, at least for me to watch seeing a guy like this go out there every single day and just as cool like I said as cool as can be go out there and have these clutch hits and of course lift this team up yeah. when they need to you and know that, going back I'm sorry go
2: oh, ahead oh I was gonna say basically that um it's it's so crazy because we get to see the finished product we get to see the game and what's actually taking place at that moment but we don't get to see the unseen hours we don't get a chance to see mm-hmm. you know them making you know those type of hits under pressure maybe he's practicing that before the game actually arrives so when the when it arrives it's like I've done this a million times I've hit this ball you know and practice and you know Mm -hmm. it just comes together and the world sees it
0: absolutely yeah and it's definitely on full display for sure I'll
3: follow up with what uh, Trita said on this we got to remember behind the scenes Jeff Luna's in an excellent job he doesn't oh yes he takes winners from winning programs coffees for closers Mm -hmm. so he got uh, Bregman (laughs) there you go there you go (laughs) closers and uh, Alex Bregman is from LSU so think about it that way he's playing on a high profile you play in a high profile uh universities and uh those are programs so the mindset set back when they were younger and uh, Jeff Lewin has done a great job of farming that up. So everybody that he's uh, had join this team is from a winning pedigree. Oh, and yeah. That's a, that goes a long way. So that mindset is built in them as young athletes, as yourselves, and then that is just developed over time, and he just plucks the fruits of labor from that. So I think that we have to make sure that uh, we understand that – the management is very responsible for this. Uh, Get this team together
0: for sure. Yeah, and that's yeah, and I'm glad you that brought that great, up. Yeah, should... yeah, I'm glad you brought that up about Jeff Luno because yeah, you hit the ball or you hit the nail right on the head there because yeah, the guy. If you look at the guys that he's drafted over the years and in the first round, yeah, he tends to pick winners. And then on top of that, when the Astros first started coming up. Uh, really start, I think it was back in 2015. You know, he held off on bringing a lot of these guys up because he yep. wanted them to come up at the same time. He wanted them to win together. He didn't want them to come up and be exposed to this losing environment that they had. So, yeah, it's great that you brought that up. And, I mean, he's really... I, one of those guys that's kind of under the radar as far as getting credit, where credit's due for the Astros' success over the years. They always
3: get credit for, uh, what, not credit for anything good, mm-hmm. but when they succeed, yeah. you never always think of the players. You know? Exactly. You so have to give credit where it's credit, you know, as exactly. far as management's concerned.
0: Yeah, they always say, yeah, of course, when uh, when you win, it's uh, the players get the credit. When they lose, the coaches in front office, mm-hmm. of course, are going to get some, most of the blame on that, too. But, yeah, as we said, you know, they had that 1-0 shutout against the Rays. They've moved to 55-28. and 28. Another guy that we haven't really even mentioned at all is Evan Gaddis. Evan Gaddis oh, has yeah. set the franchise record in the month of June for most RBIs. I mean, this guy has flipped on a switch. I mean, it's been absolutely incredible after struggling at the first of the year. We talked about this last time you were on, yep. Chuck. I mean, the DH seemed to be a huge problem for the Astros, something that they possibly needed to address but Evan Gaddis has really turned that around, and I don't think there's any reason for us to look anywhere else. It was it was great timing because now Springer's in a slump a little bit. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, Gonzalez has picked up as well. Even Mariznick the other day, you know. He's been running hot now. He's up oh yeah. one ninety nine. Yeah, I know, so, right, right below
0: that Mendoza, yeah. Mendoza line. But he'll get above that. That's yeah. fine.
3: He bats two thirty. He can play center field for me all day. But uh, Gaddis is a uh, and uh, Bregman are borderline all stars. Oh, in Oh, absolutely. Opinion. So uh, the DH probably not so much. But you know, you got to have those type of plays, like you guys know too. Um, somebody's gonna carry the team, and you hand the baton off. So it's his time to, to carry it. But pretty soon, we got to get uh, Springer back and back in order as well. Um, Altuve just going right along, it oh, yeah. for granted, but we're missing Correa as well. So yep, yeah. just uh, Correa
0: did just go on the de- on the DL, of course, with back stiffness. He's expected to be back for the next home series, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how these a- or how these Astros can adapt uh without Carlos Correa in the lineup. It always helps when you have a guy like Marvin Gonzalez who can step in, play play shortstop, and it always gives these uh, younger guys a chance to step up. So you never know what you're going to see mm. when somebody like that goes down with the Astros. But What about the Tucker watch? What are we doing about that? That is an – that was I – I mean, mean yeah. Whew, he's got to be coming up. So Kyle Tucker, the Astros' top-rated prospect, as Chuck brought up. Yeah, he's at AAA right now, batting 318, 13 homers, 62 RBIs, and 920 OPS, which, of course, OPS is one of the big measures for for hitting. And above nine hundred, that's an astronomical number. So, yeah, it, it, as Chuck said, I mean, this Astros team is already looking complete, but looks like there's another young gun in the weights right there that they can bring up really complete this line. What lineup. are we
3: going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do as far as your outfield play, your DH play?
0: How do you handle that? Oh, well, for me personally, I think uh, yeah, Kyle Tucker. The way Marvin Gonzalez, he's been on a really cold streak as of late. I think Marvin Gonzalez is best utilized as a utility guy. Correct. Yeah, throwing him, you know, in anybody's off day, he can play any any uh, position. Uh, I think Kyle Tucker is your left fielder, and I think that that pushes Marwin Gonzalez to the bench. But again, it's always good. I'm sure, as you guys know, how important it is to have a sixth man coming off the bench. Yeah. You know, somebody that doesn't necessarily start, but you know that you can plug in if something goes wrong, and you can just, you know, obviously, you know, not miss a beat with him. So
2: yeah, because I feel like even as a sixth man, regardless of uh, what sport it is, you you're looking for that person to come in. That sixth man really might be better than a starter, but just the energy that they bring and the intensity that they bring. And just you know, all around winner in all aspects of mm-hmm. the game, like that's going to be big for the Astros.
0: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's going to be huge. And so going back to what you're saying, I, I think that pushes Marvin Gonzalez on the bench. But I don't know. What do you think? I Chuck? don't
3: know. I'm I'm, I'm kind of got the Josh Reddick watch going on in myself. Ooh, think, okay. Yeah, as I, hot I,
0: as he's been lately,
3: I don't know. I, uh, we have enough singles hitters, uh, so I mean, it, it, I think I think we have to move him. Uh, I think there's uh, there's time, and I hate oh. to do it, but you have a good player. You got good value, and every trade's got to hurt. Yeah, it's got to hurt. So I think we're going to have to package him out. Um, But uh, I mean, Murisnik's got to stay, he's cheap. Uh, he's a good defensive player. <laughs> it is, yeah. That's, it's, that's way. Hey, that's, that's the economics of the uh, yeah. of the game. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, but uh, you know, we could talk bats all day, but it's all about the pitching. So, oh. as long as the pitching goes, Trina and I could play any out. Know? <laughs> I'm trying could, to tell you, Mariah yeah. pitch. You know, I mean, we, we could pitch do that. Mariah's... We'll take we'll take care of that. We look pretty, <laughs> but you know, but but you know, honestly, it's all about the pitching anyway. So, yeah, well, I guess we could. We're gonna have to make hard decisions here because you can't leave Tucker down there. There's no denying that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So are we
2: gonna win a championship or are we gonna play?
3: Oh, we're winning the championship again. Right. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Love that love That's exactly right. It is yeah. happening. Exactly right. it is yeah. happening. Winning, winning ain't, sometimes it ain't all about feelings. It's about, yeah. it's about
0: the about the hardware, so. That's right.
2: It's about what has that's to be right. done. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: they're, they're gonna get back there, just like we know, of course, the Houston Galaxy are Woo! gonna join them as another championship, te- uh, championship team in the city of Houston. Uh, but coming, back, coming up, we're going to get a little bit. Uh, we're going to get back into basketball, I should say. Uh, LeBron had some very interesting news to come out this morning. But stick with us. You're listening to Wildcard Sports with Will and Trina on Vinyl Draft Radio. Welcome back on in. This is Wildcard Sports with Will and Trina. Hope everybody's having a great Friday out there. Brunch timers. Brunch timers. That's right. Well, we've had a great show today. Uh, been talking a little bit about the Houston Galaxy. Of course, we're so honored to be joined by WMLBA Player of the Week, Mariah Mitchell. Of course, thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me. Of
0: course. <laughs> and as well, we're joined by our very special guest, Chuck from Chuck's Sports Bar and Memorabilia. Back on after, what, it's been about three weeks without you. Been we've been missing we you, Chuck. Each we've been <laughs> we're, missing we're you. Back. We're back. We're back. Hey, missing.
3: I got a quick question. What's your nickname? I got one for you. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm ready. Yeah, double M. I was okay, I was thinking go. that oh, in the park yeah. because I we like have that. we
2: have two Mariah's on the team, and so uh, I was trying to get Mariah's attention the other day. And I was like, Mariah, Mariah. And Coach is like, Mitchell. And then I'm like, okay, <laughs> Eminem.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> a good one, too. All right, yeah. I like this. Yeah, we're yeah. going to have to have a fan you section made your mark when you, get, you made your mark when a fan gives you a nickname. That's, <laughs> That's right. So there you <laughs> go. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right on. Well, yeah, we've been talking a little bit, of course, about the Galaxy. You guys coming off a couple tough losses, but you're back, at, back in action tomorrow. Uh, I'm sure you guys are going to get back to where you want to be. Uh, But some more basketball news that came out this morning, of course. LeBron James has headlined this NBA offseason. Where is he going to go? We uh, we talked about in the past, you know, possibilities of Los Angeles, Houston, maybe go back to Cleveland. Well, this morning it did come out that LeBron James has actually opted out of his $35 million player option, which at this point, I don't know. Chuck seems to disagree with me, but I think it probably eliminates – Houston I'll as never, a Never,
3: ever discount the Rockets organization. Ugh. Never. I know. Never. But what's it going to take, I mean, to get him at this point now? <laughs> I don't get paid the big bucks. They'll figure it out. <laughs> they're going to figure, gonna figure out, out the cap. They're yeah, going you know, to get it. They're going
0: to figure it out. All right. Well, then I have to ask Mariah, we ask all the guests on here, where do you think LeBron's landing?
1: LeBron is going to the Los Angeles Lakers.
0: Oh, okay. So you're you're on the Laker train on I that.
1: Am, I am. I'm a Kobe fan. I love Kobe
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So Mamba fan here. All right. Yeah. I, I got to say, I'm. Uh, I I do not like L.A. teams, whether it's Lisa Leslie no. or Kobe Bryant. <laughs> all all Los Angeles uh, teams. Being a Houston fan, oh, I can't. They haven't been good for a while, so I don't care. Yeah, either. but they're
1: so, rebuilding. Uh, That's why LeBron's coming. to
0: Yeah, me. but I don't know. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I think L.A. is where he wants to go. That's where he you know he wants to get into movies. He wants to build his brand. That's where it's at in Los Angeles. Guess but what the T was. The T was.
2: He text Kevin Durant oh,
0: I, yeah. about Let's joining go. him yeah. in like yes. Los Angeles. What do y'all think about that? texting? Because I feel like, to me, that tells me something. That LeBron is kind of throwing—he really wants to go to L.A., but he needs the reassurance that there's going to be another star with him there. And with the news about Paul George possibly going back to OKC and the Spurs' disinterest, really, to trade with the Lakers— I think that's kind of made LeBron throw some some last second hail marys, reaching out to KD and saying, "Hey, let's go to LA." Well, it,
3: wasn't that discounted though, as far as the text was concerned? But it, it doesn't matter, I guess. Uh, but where there's smoke, there's fire, though. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll we'll see about that. But I I don't know. I mean, if
0: you if you think about it, if they why would he go to the Golden State what was the value yeah I don't the value yeah I don't think he would go to Golden State but I think he sees an opportunity with Kevin Durant and you're right this may not this may not be factual as far as you know him reaching out but I think where there's smoke there's fire and that there was something that came out where it was LeBron was like well is I mean is KD on the table is KD on the table as far as I can convince him to go somewhere with him because I just think at this point with him opting out that eliminates some targets and as you said you think that Houston's still on the table I don't I just, I and don't Houston,
2: see it. I don't think so because LeBron already said, I don't like Houston. And why would you bring a guy down here that already said, I don't like
3: Houston? Because it gets more money. And, nah, hold on, <laughs> whoa, 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 Chuck,
2: Chuck, did you hear this? James Harden said... I like all the pieces we have. We don't yeah. need to there make was any trades. Yeah, there was something to that. And we don't we don't need to make any additions.
3: Yeah,
0: we're okay.
2: we're a game away from the finals. Yeah, I,
0: I feel a bet coming on here. I yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I at this point, I don't know where LeBron lands. I think at this point, I'm probably with Mariah. I think he's in. I think he's gonna go to L.A. I think yeah. that's where he wants to go. I just think right now at this point he's waiting for the reassurance that a Paul George or a Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, yeah we'll
3: Refresh my memory here because um, they got uh, literally have to make a decision on Kawhi. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's a big thing because he's not going to go to L.A. To be the only piece. Exactly. So there's a lot more falling or parts that do. Coming to place for LA, so I'm not. For sure. I'm not really sold on LA quite yet.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think. I think eventually Paul George uh, opted out of his contract as well, and there is some rumors that he is very interested in going back to OKC. But I think for the most part, I think Paul George is going to land in LA, and I think as soon as you see, see Paul George land there, I think you're going to see LeBron follow their shortly nah, after. I'm not scared. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you know, and honestly, nice, uh, you, yeah, Paul George. Had. I, 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 mean, that's a good I, question at this point. Is Paul George and LeBron James with that young Lakers core, and let's assume they're probably going to have to trade, you know, a couple pieces out of their Julius Randle, likely be gone. But is that team? Is that team as good as the Rockets, or is it as good as the Warriors? I don't see. Once again, though, he's gonna if, if even with Paul
3: George in the same basically conference with. Golden State and Houston. I, I, I don't, I just don't, they're not, I don't scared.
2: Yeah, I'm not scared either because, I mean, they were great USA basketball mm-hmm. teammates together, but I just don't see them. 'Cause eventually I don't think Lonzo Ball will start with LeBron James. I think they will probably move Isaiah Thomas to mm. that starting lineup. Although Lonzo Ball is the money market of the uh, Lakers right he's now. Garbage. <laughs> yeah. He's garbage. Yeah.
3: He's the money He's <laughs> garbage. He's the money market ah. of it
2: right now. But I he will probably come off the bench trying to play on the team with LeBron James because everybody knows when you're playing with LeBron James, you adapt to LeBron. LeBron don't adapt to no team. Mm-hmm. You adapt to LeBron.
0: Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Lonzo Ball. We kind of bring that up because, I mean, LeBron James, I feel like is notoriously known for— I don't for, think they can move yeah. him because of his father, to be honest with you. Where are they gonna, where are they, where's he going to go? I don't— they going put the him on the bench, and
2: then guess what? Well, that's true. Ball going
0: to be on the media like, yeah. my son oh, yeah, don't exactly. need to be coming
2: off the yeah. bench.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's the only reason that I'm kind of hesitant to say L.A. about LeBron. I still think he ends up there, but, yeah, I don't know at this point. Like I said, I just—there's no way that he goes there without another superstar. This is one of the best free agent— uh, Time frames in yeah. NBA
3: history. I mean, mm-hmm. my God, all these players. You got you got Carmelo opting in. Now they're yeah. stuck with him in mm-hmm. OKC, thirty million dollars or something you. like that. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Right. Hey, I, well, speaking of garbage, I'm glad we didn't sign that garbage oh. over here in Houston last yeah, year. Yes. But but think about this: if you're OKC, going back to uh, they lost Harden, mm-hmm. Durant, mm-hmm. three MVPs, three MVPs, three MVPs
2: in, in a row. What kind activate. of organization
3: is that? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, but going back to uh, Magic and. And, and LeBron I, I don't know I, uh, come on Mariah, throw some, <laughs> throw some, uh, you're thinking hard there but I mean I, I, I feel it but it makes it makes logistic sense it doesn't make any sense competitive wise because they're not gonna they're the third best team in the league if, you know, behind the Rockets and behind the Golden State Warriors I'm yeah. sorry they, Chris Paul stays mm-hmm. that's another wild card no pun intended yeah. but if he stays then I'm not scared. Yeah. I mean,
2: LeBron might end up going to Philly. As crazy yeah. as it sounds, I
3: don't sound crazy because that's a good that's a good team there, and they got some good. But blocks him there. and
2: Ben Simmons yeah, play I just the don't same see
3: position. How they, yeah. No, 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 no. LeBron plays yeah. his position, and Ben will figure it out. Yeah. You, like you heard said, about that, Chuck? Like you said, I mean, why can't he come off the bench? But or why Ben can't,
2: is their superstar. Exactly.
3: There that's their,
1: that's their
2: face, mm-hmm. and that's he just face. won the Rookie of the Year.
3: So he's not our true rookie, though. We really have discussion about Ben Simmons and LeBron James sharing a position. I think now. they've
0: got a point, though, Chuck, because I think, I, I don't know, Ben Simmons' game the is same hes player. a predominantly so they ball handler. then he doesn't go there. Yeah, well, it's effects. Those yeah.
2: are yeah. facts, Chuck. Yeah. This, is, yeah,
0: this is just, I mean, of course, free agency is going to start July 1st. And, I mean,
2: I—I I mean, that's in uh, two days, Will.
3: Excited. Three that's exciting It is, time, exciting. It is exciting. Do, exciting.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. It just it feels, I don't know. I think this is one of those years that LeBron can come out of left field and it might be the yep. Rockets. What it if, might be the Celtics. I, I was going know. to say,
2: what if he go to the Celtics and reunite with Kyrie? But there's a deal on the table for Kyrie to go to Brooklyn.
0: Really? You know, Kyrie's always wanted to be in New York, even dating back to last year when he demanded the trade from Cleveland. He said, my preference is I want to be in New York, and I believe he said the Knicks. So he just it's, never know. It's a deal
2: on the table with yeah. Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, of course, and the other thing to come out, we've been talking a little bit, we've touched upon it, and I want to get your uh, you guys' opinion on this one. You know, Kawhi Leonard, of course, asking out of San Antonio. Uh, you know, kind of change the subject here a little bit. I mean, do you guys think that Popovich has, you know, has he kind of screwed this one up? Did he drop the ball on this, you know, as far as kind of severing the relationship with Kawhi, or is it more on Kawhi? I think,
3: I think Pop figured out real soon or real early that he's not going to win there with, with mm-hmm. Kawhi. They don't have the pieces for it, um, so... What other relationship is right now, it's it can, you can always fix it with money. Or you can fix it with extensions mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So that, I'm not buying all that, but I think he just knows that maybe it is time to, to move on because that team in San Antonio will not win, even with Kawhi Leonard, unless you match him up. Yeah. So move him out. Um, now, where is he going to move?
0: I mean that's 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 gonna be a tough Boston one. Lakers apparently are the only two teams that have had offers Ooh, on the Lakers. table right now yeah there, there you go that's <laughs> another one yeah. 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 back home yeah but yeah I mean from from a player's perspective I mean and of course I can't relate to this but I mean it, can you uh, do you understand where Kwai's coming from asking for a trade out of San Antonio you know of course that's a good question yeah because I mean him thinking he's injured the team telling him that he's not injured. I mean, what? What? Yeah. What do you think, Mariah? I mean, what? What? What's your kind of a, a take on this whole quiet situation?
1: Um, I think he has to do what's best for himself. So mm-hmm. going back home, you know, feeling that that nature that you you know you grew mm-hmm. up in that oh, atmosphere yeah. that that's something that everybody wants to do. So I feel like it was an appropriate decision for him yeah. to make. What, yeah.
3: What? about about? Um, uh, there's something else, and I'm now I don't want to get y'all uh <laughs> you know throw y'all out there, but um, there was a a comment made by. Um, Parker about the quad injury remember mm, yeah, where he said, said, yeah hey I'd... I had a worse injury mm-hmm. so when you have a teammate with that dynamic thought process about their other superstar I mean that that creates a little bit of attention oh, on the yeah. team right yeah so was that intentional to move him you know what I mean like if Parker's like hey you know I could have we I, I recovered quicker with mm-hmm. a worse injury um, that creates another dynamic that Popovich has,
0: has to deal with, too. For sure. And you have to imagine that it came down from Popovich. But, yeah, I mean, that, I like think, you said, yeah.
2: I think it really just shows that they're not on one accord with mm-hmm. Kawhi being in San Antonio and, he, and vice versa. I just don't think that it came down to what the organization saw as a whole for, the, for a new dynasty after Tony, Tim, and Manu. And so the fact that Kawhi is kind of like in his own world, and he's—I mean, who says I want to leave San Antonio?
0: Yeah, especially for a guy that's so reserved it, like him, it seems like the perfect situation yeah. for him. We're all human. Yeah. We're, We're all human,
2: right? But I, I think that it just shows the the disconnect between Kawhi and the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah,
2: that's what it shows.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm kind of of the mind. I think Kawhi always wanted to be in Los Angeles. That's his hometown. Uh, And I think he's kind of the mind, the grass is always greener, which I'm just not sure how his personality is going to play in Los Angeles where he's always under the media, uh, you know, scrutiny, things like that, where, you know, I just feel like San Antonio was a perfect situation. Yeah.
3: You know, the good thing about Kawhi is he's always been the third fiddle with San Antonio when you think about the superstars they've come through. Um, So he would be a good fit in L.A. because he would be the third, maybe second fiddle there. He's not a big spotlight guy, um, but – I just, I'm a little hesitant about this quad injury. When, when players maybe are out for extended mm-hmm. one time and they're not taking the rehab they're supposed to do and they're going against the, the visions of the, of the organization and they're out the whole season, that's a big problem here too. Because once you start that dynamic or have that reputation, you know, it can
0: be a cancer as well. For sure, for sure. Well, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Of course, NBA free agency starting July 1st. Got a lot to talk about here in the next coming weeks. But coming up, we're going to get a little bit into the WNBA as well as some women within basketball making some moves in the NBA. Uh, but stick with us. You're listening to Wild Card Sports with Will and Trina on Vinyl Draft Radio.
2: Welcome back to uh, Wild Card Sports with Will and Trina on Vinyl Drought Radio. We are joined by my teammate Mariah Mitchell from the Houston Galaxy. Thank you for joining us today. Yes. Thank you for having me. And we're joined by Chuck as well. Chuck's Sports Bar and Grill, right? That's close enough. We'll All tell right. you how <laughs> <out. laughs> Okay. Uh, I want to thank you guys for joining us today. I mean, it's always big when we get a chance to have our guests. And the fact sure. that you guys are always welcome to come here and join us and talk sports for an hour with our brunch timers. Oh, that's
0: right. Right? That's right. We want right. to let y'all Fantastic. know that from the
2: bottom of our hearts. Absolutely. <laughs> but um, we did talk about, you know, uh, Mariah being uh, our player of the week from the yeah. WMLBA um, with the Houston Galaxy. And we also talked about the Astros. And we also talked about LeBron James and Re- revealing his big breaking news of not uh, opting back in for his contract with the The Cleveland Cavs. But right now I want to talk about some WNBA action. I want to talk about how Becky Hammond, who used to be in the WNBA, has been promoted to a higher position on the bench as an assistant coach with the San Antonio Spurs. Um, I want to ask the guys first, how do you guys feel about a woman – Getting this high up in the ranks in the NBA, who used to be a former WNBA player, who was not asked to be on her USA basketball team, she had to play with the Russians. Mm-hmm.
0: Take it away, Will. Well, <laughs> I, for me personally, I, you know, when I see stuff like that, I'm always of the mind. I love watching history be made in, in sports. I think that's the most entertaining part of it. And then on top of that, when you know, it, it, on top of that, it's just so, it's so refreshing to see something like this happen because. You know, the game, and I'm sure you guys can attest this, you know, the game, as far as strategy-wise and things, I don't think it's different between WNBA and NBA. Yeah, obviously, maybe there's, you know, a little bit, you know, here and there, but I think it's awesome to see one of the really good NBA minds uh, in Becky Hammond, I'm talking about, you know, move up and actually become one of the first women coaches here. And I think it's just a matter of time before she's an actual head coach, whether it's in the college ranks. you already seen her interview for the Colorado State. A head coaching job. I think it's just a matter That's of time. That's our alma mater. Yeah, and then on top of that, you know, it's like, it's when you, when you see one of the best minds, probably the best coaching mind in the NBA, you know, take somebody and say, "Hey, like, I'm not, I'm not doing this for anything other than she is a great basketball mind." And Greg Popovich saying that about her, then I think it's fantastic, and I, I think it's going to be awesome. And like I said, more than anything, I just love watching history be made. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
3: think it goes back to what we talked about with the Astros in the last segment. It's pedigree. So I think that we're in the. The time and age right now, where if you have pedigree and you're respected, sex shouldn't matter anyway. But especially with um, her background, her success, yeah. and with a with a franchise like that, that is that is definitely an eye opener, so to speak. But not surprising. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because that 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 is not so much a pioneer uh, move. But it's the right move. It's exactly, a smart yeah. move. You're not judging her because right. she's female or somebody else is male. Somebody got overlooked that was possibly male, right? Right. So I mean, we got to get we got to get past that. All right. If somebody has talent, somebody has pedigree, somebody has knowledge, and doggone it, you're going to promote them. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I'm all I'm really excited because of the fact that it's great exposure. She her name's in the hat because once you become an assistant coach on any level, now guess what? Your next step is mm-hmm. what head hey, coach, coach. Mm-hmm. or in the front office. That is fantastic um we're not in the 1920s anymore exactly Thank you, yeah so i mean you know i mean this is this is this is well deserved well earned it wasn't a um, a handout and right. that's what i want to make sure that everybody understands this in the sports world that this is not a handout from a, a, a lower organization so to speak even, even though an nba team is an nba team but this is Antonio spurs so everybody's gonna take a look so you know what popovich general management Ownership said, "You know what? This is the person we're tabbing to possibly be a, a successor. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So that that's a very very important move. Um, yeah. We if if anybody has to get past this, then that's their problem because mm-hmm. this is right. a fantastic day, and." Um, you know, hopefully it's it's. I don't want to say pioneer. I hate that, yeah. but I just want to make sure that it is known, like you were talking about. The exposure is fantastic, and you know, I'm I'm, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, and yeah. one one other thing I want to add to that is, like you said, I mean, she's got a proven track record. She coached the Spurs D, uh, D summer league, league team, yeah. and they actually yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah led them to the summer league championship on that one. So she's got pedigree, like you said. And you're right; it's just it's not it's not anything other than it's just the right move for her to be moving up the ranks, and it's awesome to see that.
2: Right. Mariah, I want to ask you, what was it like growing up being able to watch her um, as a point guard and, you know, just seeing how she carried her team and different things like that and what she brought to the game that helped you with your game and uh, seeing the way that she moved now after her career to becoming a coach on the San Antonio Spurs organization, like how does that inspire you?
1: Um, It definitely inspires me to just – do the best that you can do just make a name for yourself and don't don't let anybody or anything or sex or gender or anything get in your way of being who you truly are so it was really inspiring watching her grow up because her she has tremendous leadership skills Mm. and it was amazing seeing her play on the basketball court. And even better, her being at the front of the Spurs bench.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome uh, for me to get a chance to see that as well. Like, we're growing up in a time like, right, I'm glad Chuck brought that up, the fact that we, we need to stop saying, okay, a woman or a man, like, you know, it is what it is. This is who deserves this. And for us to see it as women, though, because we're always being separated anyway, like, it just shows girls, like, you can do whatever you truly want to do. Um, don't Don't let nothing like your sex stop you from doing what you want to do. Regardless of the pay, regardless of how things are going down these days, of course, that's stuff under the table that, you know, that can't be controlled by you. But what you can control is how you carry yourself, who you are, how hard you work and different things like that.
0: That's great stuff. Yeah, I, I agree 100 percent. And I and I the main thing I'm hoping, of course, and I think it's going to happen is, you know, this is a conversation that's really become more predominant the last you know year, year and a half. And we were kind of talking about it during the break. I mean, you know, the pay discrepancy between WNBA and NBA players. Uh, for those out there listening, I was telling them, you know, NBA players make about fifty percent of the revenues. Uh, you know that you know NBA teams profit from. WNBA players only make about twenty five percent of their of their revenues. The, you know, there was a Forbes article that came out that, you know, a lot of these players, and there's a lot more than I'm about to name, but uh, Candace Parker is underpaid by by over uh, eight hundred and forty thousand dollars. Chelsea Gray, uh, eight over eight hundred thousand dollars. She's underpaid. Uh, Skylar Diggins Smith, seven hundred sixteen thousand. The list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. And the good news is that the the WNBA Players Association has the option to opt out of their current contract with the WNBA. So hopefully, this conversation can continue to happen going into their offseason, where they can opt out and say, "Hey, this you know this isn't fair. This is." you know this needs to be you know this needs to change and there needs to be you know more coverage you know of course there definitely
2: needs to be more coverage real um like I was telling you guys I seen I looked at my phone and saw on the ESPN app that the women will be playing a game tonight on NBA TV that's not basic channels if you don't have that you don't have access to watch that um also the the following game will be next Thursday on ESPN2 only one game and that game will be the uh, Minnesota Lynx and the LA Sparks well guess what those are the same two teams that played in the WNBA championship. Mm-hmm. They're not getting exposure, so you're only seeing the same two teams play and it's like, okay, what about during the rest of the week when the other games are being played? Mm-hmm. There's no exposure. There's no coverage. What yeah. do you think about that, Mariah?
1: Yeah, I think that it definitely like you said needs to be promoted more because there's i mean there'll be some games scattered but not enough to where everybody sees mm-hmm. when you can click the sports center and say oh lebron oh the celtics oh the next big thing so mm-hmm.
3: well yeah. you know uh i'm really surprised in a roundabout way because the nba fostered the wnba correct Exactly. Mm-hmm. so they need to uh, they they do promote adequate for the uh for the, for the ladies sports uh for ladies basketball However, I mean, they got to get together and package the deal where you can do double headers or something like that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't see – I'm very confused about that because two things are going to happen. Number one, when this renegotiation happens, okay, they got to figure out something to where they can have a double header. uh, East Coast game could be uh, Mm -hmm. ladies one night and then – you know, men the next or whatever the case is but it doesn't make sense to me but another thing I have to ask is like uh, this is the reason why a lot of women go out to Europe mm-hmm. that because of the fact that the the, the salaries are better um, I think believe that the ladies uh, basketball is really revered in Europe absolutely and it so really is yeah. they get, I, I mean unless I'm in the dark ages again that's what I remember and uh, this is a pivotal time I don't understand why they, they just can't package that deal Yeah,
2: and that's the same thing I was saying Chuck I mean yeah the you know the NBA WNBA like they're all They're Mm -hmm. together And so for me I think what it's going to take Is just like you see In the college game WNBA might have to Adjust their season During the NBA season In order for that to work I Mm -hmm. mean That doesn't sound Like a bad idea But I mean It's tough When you got women Playing the WNBA They have to go over To Europe during that time Mm -hmm. That's their season
0: Yeah yeah, and I mean, I, I think, I, I'm hoping that, of course, the, when the renegotiations happen this offseason, you're going to see stuff like that. I'm hopeful yeah. because, I mean, yeah, it's not like, you know, it's not just, you know, something, you know, the WNBA is not just a side piece because if you look at it, and I don't have the stats on me, but in uh, that Forbes article as well, they talk about how the WNBA viewership and following has just, it, it, ri- it continues to rise over the years, so it's not something that's, you know, Kind of, you know, people aren't interested in. You know, people want watch this and they want more coverage of this. And you know, you just hope that you'll see some some changes here happen here pretty soon.
2: And let's keep in mind, it's only been about 23 years the WNBA has mm-hmm. existed. How awesome is that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Except that our Houston Comets are gone. That's yeah. sad. Yeah. That's yeah. the sad Houston part. Team has to come back. Yeah, well, they do. Yes. And I talked about it before. Yeah, because I'm sick. Of, I'm sick of seeing the <laughs> LA Sparks. I'm t- I'm telling you, that was right, like my first memory as a kid Houston's, watching with my. Houston's too big. Got to have one, so yes. uh, the the
3: legacy is 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 a little tarnished because this, you see these banners and the team doesn't exist. That mm-hmm. just that just it kind of breaks my heart. Yeah, it. It you know what I mean, it hurts. Yeah, going yeah. to those, yeah.
2: And that's why everybody has the opportunity to come out and watch the Houston Galaxy now. <laughs> yes, that missing, is true. Good pitch. We're good we're
3: pitch. Missing, yeah.
2: We're missing the Houston Comets. That's in WBA. right. come watch some WMLBA. That's
0: right. Yeah, that's our that's our Houston professional sports team going right on right now. Of course, July fourteenth, next home game for you guys. Uh, it's going to be awesome. You guys are playing against Dallas, the defending champs. Everybody needs to make sure and get out there. Like I said, it was an electric atmosphere out there. Uh, well, I want to take this time, of course, thank, uh, of course, our two guests on today, Mariah. Thank you so much for coming on. Congratulations Shuck. again. Yes, congratulations. congratulations again. It was so much fun. Yes, but of course, anytime we want you guys back on. This has been a fantastic show. I've had so much fun with it. Of course, want to thank everybody out there for listening. Make yeah. sure you tune in next week, Trina. I didn't. I should have said thank you to you as well. As thank always. you, Will.
2: I, thank you, Will. It's.
0: I, I take you for granted. You've already you've been it's here like six Will. months, and I never thank you. But of course, thank you <laughs> uh, for taking time out of your busy schedule. But uh, again, want to thank everybody out there for tuning in. You've been listening to Wild Card Sports with Will and Trina on Vinyl Draft Radio.